What's up, everyone? Welcome to the not 300 episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. And with me today, I have Will. And we're here to help you bone up on Pokemon hunting stuff. <laughs> bone up. Catching. Bone up. Bone up. There we go. Also, Micah's here. Bone up. <laughs> we Welcome can't all be bone ups. The right podcast. Yeah, we're well, right. on the right show. It's weird that this is a Sunday and not a Wednesday. It is, yeah. I'm falling, I'm falling apart here. Hello, everyone. It's your boy. <laughs> you always uh-huh. been a while since See, I've done that's that. That's why I did I it. I feel like that's out of style now. I feel nah, like that was very 2007. Nah, nah. 2007? Yeah. Oh, I mean 2017. It's your boy. Now 20... it's 2018. So What's my pro- new 2018 catchphrase? Um, uh, it's, it's your girl. It's, it's, it's your girl. It's it's your babe. How about it's your lover? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's, I, don't, I don't know if I'm okay with that. So episode 300 still coming. Elephant in the room here. I was saying before to Will and Micah that this is the best advertising for an episode. Because I've hyped, like, we've we've done countdowns before. Like, there's a countdown to, like, I think 250 and 200 and 150. But this might be the best. Because not everyone uses Twitter or Facebook uh, or goes to the website, so then they just know that, like, oh, that's another two ninety nine. <laughs> but we are giving you real episodes, so they're not like fake. Yeah, two ninety nines sounds like an IRS tax return. Giving the only old two ninety nine, just two ninety nine. Will you do your taxes yet? I I did my taxes, got my refund, spent my refund. I'm I'm beyond tax land. Oh man, I haven't oh, started. Gosh, me neither. <sighs> All right. I'm stressed. I don't well, even want to think about it. Well, let me take your mind off things, Micah, and we can dive into some Pokemon news. And celebrate Will's birthday? No. Is that, is that, is that international Pokemon news? Yeah. Was, oh, Are you here, kidding me? Here it is on Cerebi.net. William Anderson, 46 years old. Whoa. whoa wow. Whoa. Wow. Dude, wow. step it back. Step it you back. You can't just... How do you... Well, first off, I'm 45, oh, not 46. Was... You don't, Steve. I'm sorry, Will. Come on. I don't care. I don't I'm, care. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed that I'm 40. You know, plenty of people from my generation have not lasted to 45. I know. I'm I'm not going to take it to the dark places. This is already Ooh, sad. Dragging me down. <sighs> happy happy birthday. I'm right. halfway to 90 years old. Happy That's birthday. That's a good way to look at it. All right, we got some. Um, that's Pokemon news here. We're going to go through it. A little bit of Pokemon Day stuff, just to recap. Some battle stuff, some Pokemon Go stuff, and then some movie stuff. And that'll be our news. We'll do a couple emails that are not related to 300. We have a bunch of emails for 300, so thank you, everyone. You guys pretty much have one more week to send in emails for that. So sbj at pcamandcast.com, where you can go to Pokemon Podcast and hit the contact button and get your final emails in. But thank you to everyone who was diligent and was on time. And sent your emails early every single week. I said the next week was episode 300. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I was um, just going to say, is by, by next week, do you mean like 14 days over two? Yeah, uh, you know, we're working on stuff. Birth by Snorlax. Yeah, what? That's one of the, Birth by Sleep is one of the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> I get it. Oh, I, I get, get it. it. I see. I understand. Yeah, and then we'll do our Pokemon of the Week. So the first bit of news here is the 2018 International Challenge March Tournament announced. Uh, all participants will receive 50 battle points. Players can register 
on March 15th through March 22nd. Competition will run March 23rd through the 25th. You guys know that there's different age divisions, so if you're 2003 or later, you'll be in junior, senior. 2002 or earlier, we'll be in masters. We'll be using VGC 2018 rules. Only Pokemon in the national decks that have the black clover on the symbol can be used. Uh, mythical Pokemon, Fione, Ash Greninja, Cosmog, Cosmoem, and any legendary players. Uh, legendary players. Legendary Pokemon listed in the official rules cannot be used. Uh, uh, which, it's Fione? Uh, it's uh, Fione, according to Pokemon Battle Revolution. Uh, it's wow. I- iPhone is how you... It's, it is all the letters yeah. of iPhone. It is. Uh, all player, all Pokemon will be set to 50. Four Pokemon in each match. I don't think they're. I don't think this is like a like a a fun one. I don't know how else to say this. Wow, like it's just standard VGC. There's no like. It's not a spooky Halloween one like they've done. It's not like a little cup that they've done. It's not a Sinnoh classic that they've done. Let it yeah, be they known. They haven't been doing the the fun rules, have they? I thought Sinnoh classic was last month. You got to read oh, at maybe. the bottom. There's an asterisk. It says this. The theme for this event is Will's birthday. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Then it would be all Syndicwills. and one it's wish Will's cash. birthday. One whisk <laughs> and one wish cash. <laughs> sure. Must know Fisher and uh, Sheer Cold. <laughs> I don't Are those think, two moves I don't banned think wish in the cash VGCs? Lose sheer. No, Fisher's not banned. I want an all Fisher team. <laughs> Do yeah. it. Do, do, do all. You don't limit yourself to just Fisher, but limit yourself to all the Okos. Yeah, Sheer Cold. And there's one more, right? Uh, it's horn like Drill? Gu- guillotine? Guillotine. Guillotine. Wasn't there a horn one? Horn, horn Stab is the. Yeah, that's it. Horn yeah. Stab. <laughs> horn Stab. The old horn Stab. All right, that, that's all if you care about the video game stuff. That's, that's what you got. Pokemon Day came and, came and went. It was on February 27th, as it is always. Uh, this was the third year they've done Pokemon Day. They made a new logo for it with a little Pikachu winking. This is everything that they gave. Uh, so the, if, if you're unfamiliar, maybe you missed it, maybe you're out of the loop. They pretty much announced everything for Pokemon Day on February 26th, the day before, at like 5 p.m., which is really weird because I got the press release at 5 p.m. And I was like, well, well this is odd. Like... East Coast has already probably went home for the day because it's 6 p.m. for them. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, Japan's it's worldwide. Yeah, Japan is just starting, and they're kicking things off, of course, because they're in the future. But this is what you got. There was new Snapchat chat lenses, uh, which featured the original starters, starter Pokemon, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle from the Kanto region. Uh, Pokemon Center had a brand new line of large-scale figurines. Charizard is uh, featured as the XD figurine, and it knows Blastburned, if you care about Pokemon Center stuff. Pokemon Center also had the uh, was joining in on the Year of Legendaries, which featured the legendary Pokemon pins. Fans can order new Dialga and Palkio pins, so Sinnoh confirmed, of course, because they made two pins, so why would they? Obviously, very... Cut, cut and clear here, uh, Sinnoh confirmed. And they will be releasing a new set of pins every month until November. Animation, you can go over to Pokemon TV and you can watch the latest film, Pokemon the movie I Choose You. It's free for the first time, available through the app on iOS, Android, or Pokemon.tv for a week. So if you're, still, if you're listening to this on Monday, you should still be able to watch I Choose You for the next day or two. 
And then in Pokemon Go, uh, you'll be able to catch a special Pikachu wearing a festival striped hat, which is what debuted last year. Same hat, but it could be shiny. And uh, when you caught it, it would know the move present, which I don't remember if it had that or not last year, but it will also give you triple the Stardust when caught. And that lasted for about 48 hours total, a little less than 48 hours. Uh, and that was it. That was pretty much all they announced for America. There was a special Japanese announcement. We'll get to that. But, Will, how was your Pokemon day? Well, I went to work. You didn't request off work. for Pokemon day? No, I did the not hit, take Pokemon day the off hit holiday. <laughs> uh, I went to the human gym after work. What do you? What can you get? What kind of raids do they have there? Uh, at the human gym? Yeah. Uh, Just with well, champ. you've got the uh, elliptical raid. <laughs> oh, nice. I heard that it spawns a lot of um, Jacobs and... Triple Stardust, uh, I heard, yeah. on the elliptical. Double XP. <laughs> and uh, yep. Margaret's also spawn there, I've heard. Well, possibly, possibly. Um, I know there's a Skylar. That's about pretty much all I can confirm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, uh, and then, and then I came home, and I ate dinner, and I went to bed. Oh, okay. So you Happy celebra- Pokemon you Day. You celebrated very, you know, it was also Rusev Day. I heard. Weird. Today's Rusev Day too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't look at these legendary pins. They're actually really cool. Hold on. <laughs> They're like fancy. What does, what does Togepi lover th- say? Think about the pins. Let me check the reviews. There are none. Okay. Uh, no, these are actually really sweet pins. They're like gold. Or bra- like bronze. Brass. They don't look like the other pins. They're like bronze, 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 bronze. Brass. Yeah. Doesn't say what they're made out of. No, uh, no switch announcement. But Steve. No. But they did a countdown. Why didn't they announce Pokemon for the Switch on Pokemon Day? Let me tell you why. I well, I said this last week because I'm sure like three people really care about Pokemon Day. Yeah. At the Pokemon Company. And everyone else in charge of those three people don't care. You know where this is going. I don't know if you listened last week, but you've been in a position where like you're trying to get something done. Yeah. But you need approval. Yeah. And then you run out of time. Yep. And hey, you know that really cool thing we want to do for April Fools for the website? Too late. Well, well maybe we'll try it next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> we'll see. Too bad we've wasted 40 hours of work <laughs> on, on prep- prepping this. Um, I don't know. I, I I didn't expect anything just based off last year. I think that this Pokemon Day was much better than last year. The Pikachu last year was nice for Pokemon Go. But again, not everyone plays Pokemon Go. What happened? Where, this is where, true. Where's the, where's, where's the Pokemon Day for Pokemon Shuffle? Where are those, what are those fans getting for Pokemon Day? Nothing. I just want them to do something more. The movie was nice. But we can't have them announce anything on the Switch because not everybody owns a Switch, so they can't put a Pokemon game out on it. Oh, you're right. Until everyone owns a Switch. Well, people need to get moving on that because I haven't turned my Switch on since January 28th. So well, Why not? That poor thing. Well, there's another game that came out oh, okay. <laughs> on that particular day. All right. Pokemon no Crystal. <laughs> to use my Switch. Every, correct. And I have been soft resetting for Shiny Cyndaquil ever since. What are you I'm up, up to, to? 85 soft resets with no Shiny. Wow. One one hundredth of the way there. 
There you go. I'm up to 860 for Chikorita, so. Oh, that's because you're trying to get trying to good Pokemon. <laughs> trying too hard. Don't you dare. How dare you. I said happy birthday and sang you a song and everything, and you're going to tell me that my child Chikorita is a bad wow, Pokemon? How just, dare you. It's just like a pear. You know, this is, that's all it is. It's a walking pear. This is it's unfair. It's kind of creepy. I swear that they did a Toys R Us event two years in a row. Obviously, Toys R Us filed bankruptcy, but I'm pretty sure last year you could walk into Toys R Us and get like a poster and like a special card. Nah, that was only the first year. You could get the special Pikachu. I swore they did a card last year. Well, they had cards at GameStop the last time we were in a GameStop together, but there was no clear indicator for what they were giving them away for. There were Volcanion cards. I remember that. There were multiple Pokemon. Were there? Cards of multiple Pokemon. Mm. Maybe it was an old promotion. Maybe. But yeah, I noticed there was a bunch of Volcanion sealed cards on GameStop register desk, and I should have asked about them, but I didn't because that store was very hectic when we went in. It was a mess. Also, I got a fake Pokemon Pearl. From GameStop. From GameStop. Double fake check. like how? Fake like it was... Uh. Somebody put, I don't know. A, Somebody a dumped ROM. a ROM on it and then made a fake label. Yes. The label wow. looked good, but didn't look. It was clear in the discoloration and how low resolution it was that it was a fake label. Wow. Yeah. And they just, and GameStop bought it from them. Uh, well, the GameStop manager, fun fact about this GameStop manager. I used to work with this Met guy. Like and he still works eight there. Years, yeah. A different. We both worked at a different GameStop, but now he now works at the GameStop closest to me, and he's pretty nice. When when Micah went in and was like, "Hey, can I exchange this for another copy of Pearl? I think this is fake." And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's fake." He goes, "Really? How how can you tell?" And I was like, "Oh, the label's not the same." And he goes, "Oh, huh? Yeah, we don't really check these. We just make sure they work." And then, <laughs> wow. So just a word of caution to anyone buying used Pokemon games at GameStop. Yeah. Double check them. Because I'm assuming the reason you're buying a used Pokemon game at this point, like let's say you're going in and buying Heart Gold, it's probably not because you have a deep passion to play Heart Gold. It's probably because you want it for your collection. Yeah. Is what I'm assuming at this point. I mean, maybe there are like one person being like, you know what? I really want to play Heart Gold and I want to spend... $45 on it because that's how much I think hard gold is. But I feel like most people buying old games are just trying to fill out a collection. Yeah. and As was the case with me. Filling out a collection with a fake game doesn't really sit right. Yeah. With me, at least. No, not with me either. Especially as somebody who collects a lot of Pokemon stuff and has over the years. And especially because what I was replacing was legit copies of the game. I would prefer to replace them with actual legit copies than non-legit copies (laughs) rom dumps the announcement that japan got which was about an hour or two after the uh north american pokemon day announcement was that pokemon ultra prism sun and ultra prism moon are coming to the nintendo switch but japan only no i'm kidding they just showed a (laughs) two-minute trailer how dare you for the 21st pokemon movie uh there's no english version of this trailer yet but uh, in Japan, it's translated to Pocket Monsters, the movie, Everyone's Story. 
And the description for the trailer translated again, this is off Bulba News, is Fura City, the city where the people live with the wind, is holding its yearly wind festival. Old legends tell on that final day of the festival, the legendary Pokemon Lugia will appear and bless the city with the winds. Again, this backdrop, the people gathered in the city were all participating in the festival in their own ways. Lisa is a high school girl with a new Pokemon. Uh, Kagachki is a boastful... I'm going to butcher these names. Also, none of these names will matter because I'm sure that Lisa will say the same for English, but I'm sure these people will get different names. What if it's Kagachki when it comes here? No, it's going to be Gerald. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald, a boastful man who cannot stop lying. Jacob... That's that's literally the description. He can't stop lying. Boastful man who can't stop lying. This is like the Italian-looking dude with the pseudo widow in the trailer. I take deep offense to that. Well, he has uh, that Italian hat on, the painter hat that Smeargle wears. That's not. A it's a yeah. stereotype hat. Why? Oh, French. I'm sorry. Italian. French. Yeah. My fault. Let me stereotype it's the a other beret. <laughs> A ray? A beret. Beret. I'm sorry. Sorry to all the Italian people. He's wearing that French. Wait. (laughs) Wait. wait. Who am I apologizing to? Who did I offend? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Just generally sorry. (laughs) It's my whole life. When I make a book in 20 years, it'll be titled Generally Sorry. (laughs) Torito is a timid researcher who doesn't have confidence in himself. Uh, that's the dude with the chancy. Uh, Hisu is an eccentric old woman who hates Pokemon. This is my favorite. Uh, and then Ryugu is a mysterious girl who wandered, who wanders the forest by herself. I don't remember her in the trailer. But anyways, Ash and Pikachu will meet these people and their story will begin to unfold. I think the last one is the little girl that's like... There's clearly something special about her from the trailer. Oh, okay. She kind of looks like a like a kid version of Nurse Joy, from what I remember. She has like pink hair and then a, like a white top. Sure. Okay. So I mean, I don't think we can spend twenty minutes talking about a ninety second trailer. I could spend days talking about that old woman that hates Pokemon, but is constantly followed by baby Pokemon. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but uh, new new animation. Yeah. No Ash, Misty, Silent, Iris, Brock. Wait, I said Ash. There's Ash. Uh, Serena, <laughs> um, Clement, Jacob, Skylar, um, Tracy. <laughs> no, Will's in it. Yeah, Will. It's his birthday. Yeah. Uh, Will, you liked I Choose You, right? Yes, uh, I did. Uh, are I, you- I, <laughs> I can't say, like... <laughs> Like, I super liked it, but I enjoyed the experience of going to the theater to see it. Are you excited for this, based off of I Choose You? Uh, I think this is going to be better. Does it worry you that they haven't shown any other protagonists that normally walks around with Ash? Uh, No, because they're moving away from that. And this is the story of everybody else. It's not Ash's story. That's why it's... What was it called? I can't... Everyone's story. It's everyone's story. It's not Ash's story. Right, so it's everybody else's story, and this is kind of like, um, did you see that video that they released on Pokemon Day? Okay, this is the one Pokemon Day thing I did, where it's the video of the 
um, anime cartoon theme song in all the different languages. Yeah, yeah, they did that. That was pretty cool. That was the number one, so, by the way. We were speculating what the number one would be, and I think Al said it's just gonna be a, it's just gonna be the polka rap, and he was pretty close, actually. Pretty close. <laughs> but anyways, number one, uh, it's just saying that this year's focus in Pokemon is going to be on the diversity of Pokemon, so all different people's stories, and not just Ash's one single story. It also means. It's confirmed that the Pokemon title for the Switch will be an MMO. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because people all over the right. world will be able to play simultaneously. But yeah. only in Sinnoh. It's yes. a remake well, of Sinnoh, but also an MMO. Is Sinnoh the equivalent of Chicago? Because that's why they have the Windy City as the new movie. Uh, no, this doesn't really give me a, a Chicago vibe. They show fewer. But it's Furo the Windy City, city dude. It'll, it's they've got it's the city big of fans. Wind. Exactly. What? Chicago's not windy because of fans. Chicago's windy because it's like all towering buildings and the wind just cuts Have right you through. That's what you think. It, it, no, it, it's not called the Windy City because of the wind. Don't Ch- you under, know anything about Chicago? You live like five minutes Chicago's from it. Chicago's very windy. <laughs> Back me up, Chicago's Micah. Chicago's called the Windy City because the people there like talk and boast. They're, they're full of wind. Is that really why it's called the Windy City? Yes, I don't know about this. Get get the get the get the Wikipedia out. <laughs> sounds fake to me too. Yeah, it's very windy in Chicago. <laughs> it is. Every- there's a lot of skyscrapers, and the wind blasts through it because of that's how that's how air works. I also thought it was called it because of that. Yeah, every I time I've like gone to Chicago, to every yeah, I feel, I don't know if I believe that because every time I've gone to Chicago, it's for sure. The windiest city I've ever been into. How do we get confirmation on this? I'm not saying I don't, I don't believe you, but I don't believe you. Well, it could be. So Will might be right in the fact that it could be based off Chicago. Because if you see if you're a city, well, here's the thing though. Like you see if you're a city, and it is a huge city, but then there's this highway that takes you to what looks to be like an amusement park. But I doubt they're gonna actually spend time in the city. Because anytime Ash goes to a big city in the movie, it's just like a quick five second beautiful shot, and then you're, you know, stuck in a biodome fighting five different genocides for the entire movie. Yeah. So you don't really see much of it, but I'm excited for it. I like that they're do. I always liked the movies that don't really focus on Ash, and there have been movies like that in the past uh, that don't focus on Ash as much. Clearly, the last movie I choose you was. Very focused on Ash, and I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I, I guess we'll we'll find out more. It's supposed to come out in Japan in July, so we'll probably get our normal October November movie release, uh, which will be exciting. And uh, if this is really the setup for the year, the diversity thing, uh, which I I guess I must have missed, but uh, that seems really cool as well. It seems that maybe Will is. It seems like we're we're all right. Is yes. there a specific Wikipedia article about the Windy City? No, there's an Is it a Yahoo article. Answers? Can, can you Yahoo Answers it, please? It's chicagoreader.com. Okay, that sounds... That sounds a little biased. Yeah. It's a, in quotes, it says, this is a quote from uh, some, some, somebody in the history of Chicago. I can't find the exact person. Sorry, Barry Popick from oh, yeah, 18, Barry. 1876. The quote is, uh, if you had always assumed that Chicago earned its nickname as the Windy City from the chilly gusts coming off Lake Michigan, you would be wrong. 
The city is windy, according to most local legends, because of the hot air bellowing from politicians. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but th- other historians have said that it was declared as the Windy City in headlines because of the wind prior to that quote. Mm. Mm. But Yahoo Answers, answers.yahoo.com, says... Windy City is a 19th century term for windbags, that is, those who talk up their city. But Chicago also is a windy place, even if it's not the windiest. There are 19th century references to other places being called Windy City, but the first known use of the name to refer to Chicago is a Chicago Tribune article from 1858 and is ambiguous as to whether it is about boosterism or weather. But as time goes on, the name also clearly was used insultingly in the 1870s and again in the 1890s. In newspapers and cities in rivalries with Chicago, and these references refer to the arrogance of Chicago boosters. Like booster packs? Yeah. Like sick. Uh, uh, I mean, same comes from, comes from the same root. Real quick, because all right, so a couple of things. Uh, first off, Will, thank you for the uh, Chicago info. Yeah, uh, I'm happy we got that out of the way. Secondly, uh, we're gonna take a break in like three minutes because going forward with the episode 300, uh, we're just gonna break pretty much every 30 minutes because I think that makes it an easier listening experience for people. I got a little bit of feedback that. Some people don't like long, some people like long episodes, but it's easier for, so we have people who like like hour long episodes and then we have people who love, you know, six hours episodes. They want it as long as possible. Yeah. But there's this, there's this crowd in the middle that doesn't mind long episodes, but they just don't like stopping in the middle of a conversation. So I think if we break every 30 minutes, I think it's more digestible for people to go 90 minutes, which is usually what our show sits at now. So instead of just one break, uh, we're just going to force in two breaks every 30 minutes. I think that just makes it easier for people to listen to. So we're going to do a break uh, in a couple minutes here. Second thing uh, is real quick, because I'm going to push the Pokemon Go news till after the break, uh, is that for the last like 60 to 70 episodes, there are show notes saying what segments start at certain segments. So if you uh, really need your Chicago information, you could have been like, oh, at the 25-minute mark, they talk about Chicago. Cool. Let's say for some reason you don't like Pokemon Go, which is understandable. Um, you could uh, go, oh, they talk about Pokemon Go for 10 minutes. I know exactly where to skip to to continue listening. Obviously, the intent is so not only you enjoy the episode, but you finish the episode and just not check out because you don't know when we're ever going to start talk stop talking about Ash ki- kissing Latias, for example. Last bit of news, talking about packs before we get to break is Micah and I bought a bunch of packs at Target. I thought you, I thought you were talking about the like Penny Arcade Expo. <laughs> oh no, you know, <laughs> talking packs, about packs. Packs. Uh, we're just real quick. We bought a bunch of packs. We opened them. We opened five packs total between us. None of them had rare cards at all, but instead they just had an extra energy in them. That's so not a hundred percent true. There were rare cards. Some of the reverses. Were, reverse were, rare. Yes, reverse rares. R- Cards can be rare, but they don't count as the rare card right. in the pack. Where the rare should have been was an extra energy an energy instead. So I checked. The, I, they, none of these packs were tampered. They were fresh off the shelf. They were Ultra Prism. The TCG online codes were still there. The cards were in the right order. None of the cards were nicked or anything. I don't believe somebody tampered with them. I don't believe that. But I have a friend that works 
at the Pokemon company in the TCG department. I DM'd him. I was like, "How? What do I even do here? Uh, this is like twenty five dollars between two people of cards. Like the only reason you buy a booster, but no one's buying a booster pack for Cacnea. Yeah, people want that sweet reverse hollow uh, Pokemon catcher. That's hasn't been a card in years. <laughs> My first thought was, "There's no way." Like, there's no way to prove that we didn't just, right? like, take the rares out and say, oh, we didn't get rares. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get the cards I want. Let me return these. Like, that's never worked in the history of any trading card. So we actually took video at one point. Yeah. Because three packs in, I said, this is clearly none of these packs are going to have rares. Right. So he directed me to an actual support page. I had no clue, but Pokemon has a complete support page where you can fill out claims, whether that's regarding Pokemon Go, the main series game, the card game, merchandise, the online, their online card game, like just a bunch of stuff that you can actually go through and get help. And if you cannot get help, you can submit a ticket. So I submitted a ticket, explained the situation. They got back to me within 24 hours, which is mind-blowing. Yeah. That um, they did. They told me first that I should return, try to return the cards. The thing about their support system is it, if you don't update, if you don't provide them an update in two days, it closes it. So mm-hmm. I panicked and I just said, we couldn't return the cards because I just didn't have time to go back to Target to return cards. Well, and what's the likelihood that they were going to return them anyways? If yeah. We walk in and say, we bought these cards and they didn't have rares in them. I'm sure ex Target employee that doesn't care about Pokemon cards at all is probably going to be like, okay, dude, you didn't get what you wanted. There's, You're not returning right. it. Or like, how do I have any proof that these are the cards that came in the pack? Right. You're either going to get two target employees. You're going to get one that doesn't care about the, the minimum wage they're making and they'll just return anything. And then you're going to get another one that definitely takes their job too seriously and believes nobody about anything and then just denies every return they can. So I can't report to you if Target accepts returns on Pokemon cards. Pokemon Company specifically told me I should try to return it. But they said if Target didn't take the returns, to contact them and they would see what they could do. I contacted them, said I couldn't return them. It's a little bit of a lie. That's okay. I just didn't have time to go to Target. I think that's completely understandable, though. And they said that they were going, that they need pictures of all the cards, which I did. And that they were going to have us ship the cards to them. They were going to send us new cards through the mail. And we have to pay for shipping. But they will include something extra on the return package to make up for shipping. So I just wanted to say that. I haven't sent them back yet. Ticket is still open. Refreshed it yesterday. So next week, look forward to the saga of... communicating with the Pokemon company and seeing if it actually goes anywhere. The mystery of the missing rares. Uh, And with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some Pokemon Go Community Day uh, and um, some emails in our Pokemon of the Week. So we will be right back. Yep. Yep. 
and we are back from our break. We're going to talk about, just real quick, there's a new Pokemon Go Community Day. The third Community Day, to be exact. During the third Pokemon Go Community Day event, a special Bulbasaur will be able to catch in large numbers for several hours on March 25th. The bonuses available for players are three times XP and three-hour lure modules. The special Bulbasaur caught during this event will either will either come with a currently unconfirmed exclusive move or an unconfirmed exclusive move will have be learnt will have to be learnt by evolving into an Ivysaur or Venusaur. They're just basing this off of um, the last two, where they would learn something or they would have something when you caught it. For example, Pikachu had Surf, or the last one, which is when you evolved Dragonair into Dragonite, it would learn. Draco Meteor. Uh, Draco Meteor, yep. That will be happening on a March 25th, which I believe is a Sunday. Yes. So this is the first community today on Sunday. The last two were on Saturday. Um, it is Bulbasaur, which I guess would mean that Squirtle and Charmander would eventually be in the pipeline. And then Eevee and May. then Meowth? No. You know, the, f- the five. That's always the five, like, Gen 1 Pokemon that they put on everything. Nah, Poliwhirl's yeah, usually in there. Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Eevee. That's but it. But they didn't that's do five. Pikachu yet, did they? I don't Pikachu know why. Was the, I Pikachu counted. was the first one. Oh, ooh. I saw some people upset that it was Bulbasaur. And then, of course, the big, you know, elephant in the room is is Bulbasaur going to be shiny? Because the last two have been shiny. Yeah. Probably. I have to assume at this point. Yeah, and and Bulbasaur is like one of the top three of the original starters. (laughs) Yeah, top three. He's up there. Top three. Uh, I think it's fine. It's okay. I mean, like, you have to think about the marketing. If, If you're never going to satisfy people who have been playing since day one. And the reason I say that is because people like Micah and myself, we have complete Kanto and Johto Pokedexes minus region exclusives. Well, you know, Micah's missing a Mewtwo or so, but... How dare you? Some of us got Mewtwo. Some of us did our due diligence and, you know, got randomly picked four times and Listen, got yeah. four Mewtwo's. Basically. I'm in team reversal where I still don't have a... EX pass, okay? The difference is he does about 70 raids a day. That's true. I do I do as many as it takes to get one of each legendary. And then you throw in the towel. And then I call it quits. So I so I think that I don't think there's a single Pokemon that they could really do that would make longtime players happy unless it was a competitively viable Pokemon like Dragonite which people like to throw into gyms. But at the same time, starters are more rare than a lot of the Pokemon, unless you specifically search for a nest of the sort. Uh, They also have a higher chance of running away. So I think, though, like this, while, while hardcore people might not be happy with most solutions, most Pokemon picked, I'm sure, like if it was a... Uh, a Matang or a Beldum, they'd be happy because Metagross and stuff. But in this case, you want a Pokemon that would maybe get people who recently started playing excited 
That's just my opinion. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm assuming at some point everything is going to be shiny. Right. And this is a good way to roll out shinies, I think. Right. It's only three hours, too, so it's not the end of the world of, like, how dare they pick this Pokemon that doesn't have a shiny, which will probably get a shiny for three hours. And also, like, I thought about this again today because I saw my mom for the first time in a couple months, and she she loves telling me about her Pokemon Go experience. She's been playing since day one. Micah, Mike has played Pokemon Go with my mom. Yeah. Uh, I very... have also played Pokemon Go with your mom. You have, you did. Uh, and she doesn't have a Venusaur. And so, like, this was the first Community Day event that she's like, "I want. I'm. I'm taking off work. I'm really excited. I can't wait to go." And the last two, like, she's either missed or just didn't hear about. I don't know why she heard about this one compared to other ones, <laughs> but like, she doesn't have a Venusaur yet, so she's very excited. And uh, I don't think she has a shiny yet either. So I'm actually f- very curious. Because I remember, I I think I told this on the show of like trying to explain to her what I think the last time I saw her was Christmas time, and I was trying to explain to her what a shiny Pokemon was, and it was just no, sh- no, like didn't understand. Probably be a similar reaction to Becky, where she didn't realize that she had two shinies already for Dratini. Yeah. Do you By want the time? How was your Dratini day, Micah? It was good. Was it everything you wanted? Way better than my uh. Sh- Birthday hat Pikachu day, that's for sure. Oh, do you want to talk about that too? Uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm still a little jaded about it, but... What, about birthday hat Pikachu? Yeah. Why? All Who's... right, hold on. Okay. According to the Silk Road, which whether you go to their website or their subreddit, obviously they're very popular when it comes to Pokemon stuff. Everyone's always asked, where are the shiny ads for Pokemon Go? Because now we're getting to the point where either people have complete collections, and they don't care about anything else, just like the main series game, or they really care about battling, and they care about getting perfect IV Pokemon, so they do a million raids a week, and that's fine. There's no right or wrong way to play. But if you're just a collector, Shinies are kind of like the next step of continuing to collect, because they're just rarer, harder Pokemon. Right. Oh, so people were curious what the Shiny odds are, and Silph Road took a bunch of data, from people who specifically tried to hunt shinies in Pokemon Go and how many, you know, they encountered to how many shinies they got. And it seems like, again, take this with a grain of salt, nothing's confirmed, but it seems like normal Pokemon Go odds of just maybe finding a shiny Swablu or Snowrunt or Magikarp is about 1 in 112, if I'm not mistaken. I could be off a couple digits, but about 100 and let's just say 110. Let's just round it to a good round number. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty good. That's like, uh, you know, about oh, uh, less than a 1%, but more than a, uh, a 0.5% chance. And then increased for Community Day. Yes. From what we could tell. And from what Silk Road also reported on. So if you're looking specifically for a shiny Magikarp, which can be shiny, you have about a 1 in 110 chance Again, my numbers might be slightly off. I don't have the article right in front of me of finding one, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're guaranteed one, which we'll get to the the Pikachu story in a second. And then for Pokemon Go uh, Community Today, it seems like that is increased, uh, whereas you would have a, I think they said a 1 in 32 chance. Something like that. Which came to like about three to four percent chance of being shiny, and the only reason why I do believe this because I believe that Silk Road 
uh, does gather a lot of data from a lot of people who do care about trying to you know pinpoint information. So that's part one why I believe this. Second part is when I believe this is Mike and I went to Mayfair Mall. We hunted for Dratini with his wife. And I caught about 130 Dratini and 11 of them were shiny. Also that day, I caught about 80 Swablu and none of them were shiny. Same day, same three hours. There was just a lot of Swablu at Mayfair Mall. Uh, and I've prior to that, I've probably caught 120 Swablu. So there's no way that they did not or they do not increase the shiny odds on Community Day. It's possible that like those I could be the luckiest person in the world and go, well, yeah, you got 11 shinies here. That's just you got lucky. You got yeah. zero shinies here. You just got unlucky. But it's proven that multiple people got a lot of shinies on in that three hour span if they pushed for it. I walked out of uh, the first community day with six shinies, six shiny Pikachu. And I walked out with two. And I walked out of the Dratini community day with seven shiny Dratini. But we only played the first community day for about two hours. We missed the first hour. Right. So I'm feeling those one in 30 whatever increased odds pretty heavily. Yeah. I, I, I've, I feel that is pretty, pretty close to accurate. Now, that being said... For Pokemon Day, they released the Party Hat Pikachu, which they released last year, which is fine. I think that uh, I heard people complain about this, too. I always hear complaints. People love to complain. I guess this show we complain a lot, too. I'm complaining about the people complaining (laughs) is what I'm doing right now. But this is not uncommon for games to do this. If you've played any MMO, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, even like stuff like Destiny, they repeat holiday events. Like, that's not uncommon. I've played Final Fantasy fourteen for three plus years, and it's the same broomstick you can get every year to ride on. And you got to keep in mind that people are continuing coming to this game. Um, but they did make the Pikachu shiny with the hat, which was new, mm-hmm. which was exclusive for the you know forty eight hours or so. Micah and I kind of dropped everything at you know eleven p.m. when things are the most important, and we drove around and we attempted to find shiny hat Pikachus. We went on the hunt. I found one. So I was counting, of course. I found my first shiny hat Pikachu within 32. And Micah, I think, encountered, what, 150 Pikachu that first night? I caught 158 Pikachu. That first night? Yes. That's not including the ones that I saw and ran away from. Which, in total, probably was about 175, something like that. And you saw zero? I saw zero shinies. And then I probably ended that night with a little less. You went really hard. I kind of like, after I got my first one, I kind of like cooled down and didn't go as hard. But I probably did like 150 that night. Yeah. But I ran from a lot of them. So we went back out a second night because you wanted a shiny hat Pikachu. And I was like, well, I'll go because I haven't actually played Pokemon Go a whole lot besides these events. I got a second (laughs) shiny hat Pikachu. Yeah. But probably after maybe 60 or 70 seeing it that night. And then you finally got one probably after another, what, 100, 120? My final count by the time I was done with everything was somewhere around like 460 was the like final count. Of all your Pikachu. Of all of the Pikachu. Not for those two nights. And one shiny in that 460 plus. But 100 of those were probably from Community Day prior. 
No, that's oh, that's just that's straight. just those two nights. Because you were also doing it at home, I'm assuming. And yes, yeah. So that being said, just because they claim that the odds are one in 116 or 112, doesn't mean you're going to get it. Right. And we see this in the main series game, right? I've seen like myself. I went pretty much double odds on coughing. I went triple odds in an SOS for Sableye, whereas, you know, odds for SOS is supposed to be 275 or something, 273, I think. And I went all the way to like 900. Right. So you just happened to go pretty much triple odds. I did. For Pikachu. Went very, very deep into the Pikachu odds. But it also isn't, just because it's an event doesn't mean it's a community day. Right. So the odds weren't increased the way that they are for the community days. It's just they spawn more. It's just that there are, there is a shiny, and you're seeing them frequently enough that it incre it decrease it. I I don't know how it affects the odds. Actually, it just increases the opportunity. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know how you would describe like that. Like the odds are still the same. You're just encountering. You're just seeing more of them. Right. It's like having two DSs almost. Like sure. The odds are still the same. It's just you can do it twice as fast. Sure. Right? Is that fair? Yeah. Your chances are the same. <laughs> Your odds are increased, but the chances are the same. I heard if you have two iPhones, though, you're guaranteed one. I heard if you have three iPhones, you're guaranteed none. Oh. Because that's probably what I would have gone through. What if I have an iPhone and an Android? Oh, then you're guaranteed yeah, two. Yeah, then you're guaranteed two. Okay, 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 okay. It reads in between, and then it just generates them in a row. They have to interact with each other. It's like the uh, Digimon devices, the Digivices that you connect, and then you battle. So, so I can Digivolve? Yes. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. Put them on your keychain. With that, all that being said, as somebody who is very into shiny hunting now, 110 or whatever the actual number is, 100-ish, seems very low on paper. But unlike the main series game, you just can't keep running away and re-encountering. Sometimes I see a Puccina, and then I catch it, because Puccina can be shining, and then I go, there are no more Puccina! Yep. <laughs> that's it. Puccina, I'm sorry, that's how you say it. But There's no uh, real, unless it's a nest, there's no real way to, like, and even just if, farm them. Even if it's a nest, I think the nest only regenerates every... 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, in specifically in situations like this, where it's constantly spawning birthday hat Pikachu, the difference is that if you run away, they, they're still there until they despawn. So it's either you catch them to get them off of the map so that you can see if the ones that have spawned are new ones or if they're ones you've already looked at. But then, because they're event Pokemon, you have to transfer them one by one rather than in a batch. <laughs> I'm still going through and transferring one by one these non-shiny birthday hat Pikachu, uh, and I do it in batches of like 20 every night. It's terrible. It's very time consuming. I do, I do like the shiny hunt though in Pokemon Go. I think like I like it more now that I know what the actual, roughly what the actual odds are, because I, I couldn't imagine that it would be, like I think the odds are fair. Yeah. Like, again, the 100 seems low on paper, but if you're only encountering four or five Swablu normally a day, I don't even do that many. Much unless higher. I'm specifically going to a place to find Swablu. Your odds and your chances are bad. Yeah. They're all bad. It's all yeah. bad. But it may make it makes me excited, I guess. It's well, like, did you catch any shiny birthday hat Pikachu? I caught zero shiny. I haven't even turned on Pokemon Go in 
probably two months. Okay. These Pikachu are crying because you did not catch them. They miss you. They're wearing birthday hats because they knew it was your birthday. <laughs> because and you my don't even care. Right after Pokemon Day, and yes. I completely rejected their endeavors. Oh, well. That's why none of the shinies are showing up for me because they're like, well, we know you're friends with Will, and he we're does. We're mad at him. He, we're mad at him. Nah. <sighs> we'll see you guys on Community Day. I don't know. I'm, Ray Quaza ends on like March 16th. Um, so I don't know if there's going to be. I'm assuming they're gonna roll out Reggie Steel and Reggie. Well, this is the year of legendaries. Yeah, but it's also they're still on Hoenn right now. So I guess like Reggie Steel and, and Reggie Rock and Regice are going to get rolled out. I suppose. What I don't know what else they would do. I suppose. Do you feel like when they say it's the year of legendaries? You feel like that means it's going to be another year before we see any mythical Pokemon in Pokemon Go? Uh oh. I don't think they. Well, I don't think they're there yet. Like they haven't figured out Mewtwo. I mean, I think they figured out Mewtwo now, and people are still bitter about it. But well, they haven't figured out Mew. No, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I can't imagine them like rolling out Mew or Celebi when like people still don't have Mewtwo. And you think it's going to be EX raids for mythical Pokemon? They've said specifically that, at least for legendaries, they're, all legendaries will stay in the raid format and never be wild. That's what they've said in interviews. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think I expected Mythicals to be like in the wild, wild Pokemon, no. but just EX raids? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, maybe there will be a different raid for Mythical? Maybe. But maybe all, you have like, to go to an event and they give it to you, like when you would go to Toys R Us I and thought, link up your Game Boy? <laughs> I always thought like when they did the Mewtwo event in... Japan, do you remember that where they yeah. had like three huge screens and then people got tickets to do Mewtwo and there was three, like that is a cool way to get a legendary Pokemon. Yeah, and that's what was I always agree. in my mind of like, let me do something in the game and get invited, and that's kind of how it is. Except no one knows what to do; they just like do raids and hope. Well, and it's at the point now where if I get an EX raid pass at this point, I'm gonna be wondering. Are people going to be there when people I go will to be the... There. Yeah, people will be there. I mean, will there be enough people to to actually do the raid? But that event, that Mewtwo event... From my understanding, the footage they, from that, they invite 60 people to each raid. The footage from that Mewtwo event in Japan is pretty much... Is very close to what the trailer felt like for Pokemon Go. When they were showing, like, everybody in Times Square yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved yeah. it. That's what I want. That's what I want to. I don't know that's how they the do dream. that though. The dream. But that's what I always thought like Well, Brewer Stadium isn't getting any action. Let them yeah. rent it out and give away Pokemon in it. But imagine renting that out in fifty like a stadium in fifty states. That's probably a lot of money. That's why I always where, thought where, th- what is Bruce Stadium? The Brewers. Brewers the the stadium. Milwaukee oh, Brewers. Brewers where the baseball team plays. Okay. Yeah. Prior to this game coming out, we would have stuff at Starbucks or at Target where you know, Starbucks, like just like how GameStop gives away mythical or legendary codes. You just you walk in there. Starbucks gets more foot traffic to sell lattes that they don't know how to make, even though their register clearly says how to make the Pikachu drink. Uh, and then you get a you walk out with a Pokemon. It's win win. But they haven't really done anything like that. I like you can say that you have more like you have a more you have a better chance, but not better odds of getting. Uh, an invite to a sprint store 
because they are an official partner. Joke's on you, kid. That's just marketing. Right. I mean, I I have done three of my EX raids at a Sprint store and one at the Milwaukee Public Art Museum. And they have specifically said that they do sp- sponsored locations, in this case Sprint, and parks, parks was the other thing they said. And that's fine. I think that's all fine. But if they were to do, I don't, if they were to do like Mew, I would want, I want it to be like that Jap, the Japan event. I think that event is really cool and I want to be a part of something like that. But to be fair, I think that's what Pokemon Go Fest was supposed to be. I think Lugia was supposed to be our Mewtwo. And then we just never got there. They didn't know how to do it. And then they just released, I, they had, they just released it because people were so angry. Like that had to be it. Yeah, we we did right. went over this, but that was supposed to be our thing. We already solved this mystery. All these mythical Pokemon, whether it's main game or Pokemon Go or whatever, it's not about Mew or Celebi being hard to catch. I don't think it was ever about that. I feel like those Pokemon, why they're mythical and not legendary, is because it's about the time and place when you get it. That's what I believe. Yeah. I think so, too. Because I've seen people go, what's the difference between a mythical and a legendary? I can get as many Mewtwo's as I want. I'll just keep restarting Pokemon Red. Maybe that's not the best game to speedrun through. Yeah. But I get to the end, catch a Mewtwo, transfer it, restart, get to the end, catch a Mew- I can get as many Mewtwo as I want. Right now, I can't get Mew <laughs> unless I Pokehex it. Well, and, you know, we're talking about Pokemon Go value here, which is... At the rate that shinies and legendaries are available. But that's, you know, it's a different game. And I, I, not to get too far off on a tangent, but that was another point of contention was, oh, they're devaluing shinies by how, with these community days and how frequently they're available and so on. But I mean, you can go to it like today. I went out on a raid adventure and caught two Groudon and a Kyogre and uh, Rayquaza, Rayquaza. And I mean, you could say it's devaluing legendaries too. Yeah. Like, it's it's what it's worth to you at that point because anything is pretty readily available. I just the 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 question that I had was, do you think that because they're saying this is the year of legendaries, do you think that they're using this as an opportunity to push mythicals in Pokemon Go out another year, and they'll just do? Because my thought was last year was oh it's the it's the summer of legendaries or whatever it was and we had all these legendary pokemon pop up and it was a big thing and i thought this year maybe finally we'll get some of the mythical pokemon this summer but clearly if they're doing the it's the 2018 is the year of legendaries that's probably not going to be the summer of m- mythicals at that point Unless unless they do it at a Pokemon Go Fest, because you know there's going to be another one this year. When did they announce Pokemon Go Fest last year? Oh, it was later than this. Was it? it I want to say it was. Yeah. It was. It was early June. It was like June seventh, wasn't it? Then they announced it, and then the actual fest was July twenty seventh. Oh no, no, no. I think it was April or May. Was it? I don't think it was yeah. a month. It was a month like. Gap. It might have been, yeah. Maybe, maybe I got the I got the tickets in the mail in June. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe because I got the tickets pretty early. Okay. Yeah, it might have been earlier because I was back and forth in the antic about getting press passes, and then they finally caved and got me some. <laughs> I mean, that would be the only time I would see it would be appropriate is to do it at another Go Fest. 
or at like another when's when's that Pokemon Fest in Japan every year? Isn't it August twenty sixth or something? Where they have all the, me. all the Pikachu walking around. Oh, it it does matter. I mean, we have plenty of time to talk about it if it shows <laughs> up. Let's just do one email. Uh, because we're running a little over, like always. But let's just do one email and then Pokemon of the Week real quick. So last week for uh, episode 300 emails, if you have a favorite moment or memory or just wanted to say something, uh, you can email sbj at pkmncast.com. Uh, but this email is not for 300. This email was uh, mailed uh, beginning of February here. But this is from Stan uh, from Moscow, actually. Pretty cool. Uh, hi, I'm from Russia. Being uh, Been listening to you guys for a month. I know that there's a big fan base here. Wanted to ask for help. It's about the legendary yearly event. Whoa. There's no GameStop in Russia, so no way to get the beast that I'm in search for. And I do not have somebody who can send me a code. I play Pokemon on the 3DS, my wife, uh, which my wife got me for New Year's. So in Ultra Moon, I have about 170 Pokemon caught, 70 hours played. Just curious how I can get the Pokemon I'm missing. So any advice, guys? I have posted on a lot of forums, but I have not been able to get help. Stan. So if you're about 170 Pokemon in, what is that, out of 400? Yeah, so 230 left. An Ultra Moon, four hundred Pokemon. Oh, for big. the for the Usum Us Usum Usum Pokedex. Usum. I'm cringing. You, you at look so you, upset. You verbally <laughs> saying that out loud. Um, assume. Don't don't assume that I'm not going to pronounce it however I want. Okay, I I see. I think my advice would be GTS. Uh, if you're trying to get specific Pokemon on GTS, people are very open to starter Pokemon uh, and to Ultra Beast. So you could go through the wormhole, catch a bunch of the... Catch your version exclusive Ultra Beast, which I think in Sun is Buzzwall? Buzzwall? I think is in Sun. Buzzwall. And Kartana is in Sun? I think those are the two? Yes. So you could catch a bunch of those and offer them on GTS. Because then people who don't have, people who have Moon will trade you pretty much whatever they want to get those version-exclusive Ultra Beasts. Also, uh, what I've heard worked is starter Pokemon. So taking your taking your Rowlet or your Poplio or your Litten to the daycare and just breeding eggs and then putting those starters up on the GTS works really good for, you know, getting anything you're missing. Uh, and then stuff that people don't want to go out of the way for. So like Marini or uh, Larvesta, or cast form, putting those in the daycare, breeding eggs, and then putting those eggs on the GTS. Uh, pretty much, you're not going to get much if you're offering Weedles, and Pidgeys, and Pikachus. But if you just put a little effort into catching a rare one and breeding it, and it's not even that rare, but some people are lazy. They don't want to breed for a Poplio. They just want to get a Poplio, evolve it, and they want to complete their decks that way. Yeah. Um, so that would be my advice is uh, use the GTS um, or shameless promotion to joining our Slack community. There you go. There uh, it is. Uh, now, I just know that our Slack community is always willing to help people complete their Pokedexes, and there's plenty of people who literally just enjoy breeding Pokemon 
for fun and to trade to other people. So they'll like, you'll be like, I, this is a Pokemon I need. And they're like, all right, I would happily breed that for you. And, and then you get it done. And it's the internet true. works around the world. It's true. That would be, I mean, you know, I don't want to be a broken record. But as far as the GTS goes, I feel like I don't always trust it. Yeah. For my own reasons and that like I like knowing that my stuff is legit and I feel like it's real easy to fake stuff on the GTS. Well, but I think if you're getting like a, you know, a, a zero IV basculin caught in like a great ball, I think you're probably okay. Yeah, but we're talking about event legendaries here. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah. So but I think the real answer is that Micah needs to open a GameStop in Moscow. Sure. Uh, GameStop, <laughs> hit me up with the details. With that sponsor franchising? Yeah. I'm, yes. sure it's, I'm sure they've got franchise info for GameStop somewhere. I'm sure they do. Uh, all right, well, hit us with the Pokemon of the Week. All right, Pokemon of the Week this week is not in episode 300 Pokemon. Uh, so it is Luminion. Did you know Luminion's a Pokemon? I did. Oh, my gosh, I forgot about Luminion. There you go. Luminion is a fish-like Pokemon with dark blue scales. Its eyes are deep pink, and its face and eyelids are light blue. It has two pairs of large pectoral fins that resemble butterfly wings. These fins have wavy, light blue markings around the edges, and the lower pair is longer on the female. There is a band of light blue running vertically around its body. Its tail is long and it with a pink... <laughs> its tail is long with a deep pink spot at the tip, and it has a pair of light blue pelvic fins. Luminion usually makes its home deep in the ocean, where it walks along the seafloor using its fins on its chest. This behavior helps it to avoid predators. Luminion attracts its own prey by using the patterning on its wing-like fins and typically competes with Lantern for food. Luminion preys on Starmie. <gasps> did you know that? I did not know I that at all. I actually didn't know that either. <laughs> uh, origin. Luminion seems to be based on a freshwater butterfly fish, but it also possesses wings based on actual butterflies, something the butterfly fish does not. In its Platinum Pokedex entry, it is stated to walk on the seafloor using its fins, similar to a tripod fish. That's horrifying. It exhibits, it exhibits bioluminescence according to its Diamond, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver Pokedex entries, suggesting a possible inspiration in fish with this ability, such as the marine hatchet fish. Its iridescent appearance and long fins also share some resemblance to Siamese fighting fish. Its name suggests it may be based on the Neon Tetra. A little bit of trivia is, for unknown reasons, Luminion is unable to learn nature power via TM since Generation 6, while its pre-evolution, Finion, does. Not that that's probably uh, a, a good move to teach it, but uh, your shiny Luminion, uh, Lum Luminion is... Uh, Kind of like a bronze instead of a, a blue, I would say. It's, it's brown. It's brown and beige instead of blue. Yes. A little, little bronze. A little bronzer on it. 
Uh, I didn't know that bronze uh, in this episode. Uh, this looks like a very calm and peaceful fish. I didn't know that it ate Starmy. Thinking about yeah. this butterfly-looking fish walking around on its fins on the seafloor and eating Starmy is like puts a brand new spin on this thing for me. Yeah, it doesn't look menacing at all. Just smugly walking on its fins, chewing up Starmy. I'm not okay with any of this. Yeah, that's specifically from the Moon Pokedex entry where it says that it eats Starmy. It's its favorite food, by the way. <laughs> that's even uh, worse. What else is it going to eat? A Rarini? In the Ultra Sun decks, it says Aluminium gets into fierce disputes with a lantern over food. When is this Pokemon? So wait, is such- lantern eating Starmie too? I guess so. Yeah, what what is lantern eating? Also, why, when did this fish become so aggressive? Or nothing about fighting either. I think you're safe. It's probably because it loses to Luminion, who is could be apparently could be. way more aggressive than anybody realized. Yeah, who would have guessed? All right, well, let's. <laughs> what were we gonna say? Well, I, I was just gonna say I picked this one because you like Pokemon that have um, that look different for different genders. Oh, I and do. Yeah, I'm a big sucker for that. The female Luminion has larger fins than the male, but. If you look at their sprites, it's like impossible to tell. Oh, man. Did you know that there is a Bulbapedia page specifically about gender differences in appearance of Pokemon? Is there really? Link I want to see that. Yeah, oh, yes, that. there is. All it's, right. uh, the page is called List of Pokemon with Gender Differences. Jeez. I'm going to look that up after the show. Uh, well, let's wrap up here. Wrap off? Wrap off here. If you want to follow us on tw- a little bit of house cleaning, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so. Micah is at Micah the Brave. Will is at Wash in the Sink. And I am at Dragging a Lake. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Pretty easy. Uh, and then if you want to uh, see my Twitch schedule, which is a lot of playing Pokemon, currently playing through Pokemon Y. Uh, which has been a real treat. You can go over to, uh, you can follow on Twitter. Obviously, I'll tweet when I go live, but twitch.tv slash pcamncast. Uh, and then uh, we do have some Todd shirts and some ISE hoodies and shirts uh, on Teespring. And those will be going for when you're listening to this podcast for the next 10 to 12 days. So if if you want, if you're interested in that, it'll be in the show notes. It'll also be on Twitter. It'll also be in Slack. Uh, after the next 10 or 12 days, I'm not sure which one is it, uh, they will be gone. So I normally do shirts like three times a year. So this is your first time this year to get in on some shirts if you want to get in on that. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it. That's all I got, I think. You guys good? Oh, uh, so. good. Time to wrap off. All right. Wrap it off. Well, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are keep on super... carving those. Mu- oh, sorry, uh-uh. I, can't, so I always super, forget. Su- super effective, super beta splendens.
It's a scientific thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music at ISE was created by Nicholas Burgess. If you enjoy ISE, consider leaving a review in Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISE is my current job right now, and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISE, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISE.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, Kay, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.